Hello and welcome to Funeral for My Fat podcast. I am your host, Cherie. Today we are talking all about motivation. And who doesn't love motivation, right? I mean, you wake up in the morning energized, you are ready to tackle your goals and like all of your challenges that you set out for yourself just seem reachable and attainable because there's this surge of motivation. But if you've ever been on an extended weight loss journey, or you've set some really big lifestyle and healthy habit challenges and goals for yourself, you know that motivation doesn't last. I mean, it's a fleeting feeling. So what do you do? Give up? I mean, how do you stay consistent and dedicated without motivation? So that's what we're going to talk about today. And motivation is not bad. It's highly motivating. (laughs) I mean, motivation is great for those impromptu kind of impulsive decisions. So you feel quickly motivated and you're like, okay, I'm going to buy this gym membership, or I'm going to access this online program, or I'm going to purchase this treadmill. And it, you know, it can also be things like, okay, I'm, I'm finally motivated to get my diet under control. I'm going to order this weekly food delivery service to help me, or I'm, I'm booking that appointment with the nutritionist or the trainer. Like it is great for those really quick in the moment, burst of energy decisions. But then the reality sets in. Then it's the daily struggle to do these tasks you've set out for yourself. And then what do you do? That's where consistency and dedication come in. So I'm facing that now as I am seven months into the 75 hard challenge. So I am on my third round. I did the 75 days, took five days off, did another 75 day hard challenge, took two weeks off, and now I'm on my third round. And this is not something that I want to continue for the rest of my life. I don't want to do two 45-minute workouts a day, you know, drink a gallon of water, take daily progress pictures, no treat meals. I don't want to do that for forever, but I can do that for a year. I can stay consistent and stay dedicated to these daily goals for a year because I know it's going to help me. And then in the meantime, what am I really developing? Well, I'm developing daily moving habits. I'm developing healthy ways of eating that I haven't paid attention to in a long time and resulted in a lot of weight gain. I'm I'm developing these sustainable habits that I can use when I'm done with the 75 hard challenge, when I'm done with this year that I've set out for myself to reach these goals. And so when you, you know, you're listening to this podcast right now and you're probably really motivated. That's what brought you to my channel in the first place. And now you're kind of like, okay, but what do I do? Where do I even start? How do I do this? So I'm going to tell you what not to do. And then we'll talk about what you should do. So in my book, I give an example of, you know, what not to do, what motivation can lead to essentially. So, you know, picture, you are scrolling social media and Instagram, you know, it's 12 in the morning, one in the morning, you can't sleep and you have all these goals and you 
really ambitious and you really want to get these things done. You're like, okay, I'm tired of feeling this way. I'm going to do this. So you're scrolling, you pick all these things. Like I'm going to do this workout tomorrow. I'm going to wake up super early and this is how I'm going to eat. And I'm going to um, run all the miles and all these things. So then you wake up again, highly motivated. So you get your early morning workout and it's really hard and it's a challenge and you push yourself, but you get it done. And then you do your breakfast and your lunch and you eat nothing but lettuce and, you know, half a grapefruit and all these things that, you know, quote, unquote, healthy choices for diet. And you can do that one day, probably pretty successfully. You might be really sore the next day and then you get up and try to do it again day two. And again, you you get it done maybe day three, day four, by day five. I mean, you're you're done. You're worn. This diet, this this workout style that you have created for yourself doesn't reflect you and it's not working. And that's what people fall into. And that's why your habits aren't sticking because it's not you. And if it is not you, it's not sustainable. I'm going to say that one more time for the people sitting in the back. If your healthy lifestyle choices and the workouts you've created for yourself, if it is not you, it's not sustainable. An example for myself, I hate morning workouts. Absolutely hate them. If that is the only time I'm allowing myself to get my workouts in, I would not be successful. Sure, I could, you know, get up a couple mornings and maybe get some workouts in. And if it was a challenge that I created for myself, I could do it, but I wouldn't enjoy it and it wouldn't last. And the minute that I can go back to a workout time that is more representative of me, which is, you know, evening and late evening workouts, I mean, that that's what brings me joy. So when you're creating your daily habits for yourself. Okay, this is the time I'm going to move my body. This is the way I'm going to eat. It has to reflect you as a person or the person you want to become. So if I wanted to become a morning workout person, then I would be creating daily habits that would help me get to that. But I don't, I just want to move my body more in general and be more active and have it be more of a part of my daily life. Like that's my goal. And I can do that in the morning. I can do that in the afternoon. I can do that in the evening. I can do that whenever it doesn't need to be the morning time. So when you are tired of feeling how you've been feeling and none of these plans and every, all your ideas and things, that's not working sit down and really look at it though. Is it a reflection of you? Are you doing things that you enjoy or can enjoy? So I really, really loved Zumba the first time I lost weight. And that was great. That was a fantastic program. I loved dancing and all of that. I loved insanity and the plyometric workouts. And now I'm finding I don't really enjoy plyometric. I still will always love Zumba, but I don't enjoy the plyometric exercises as much as I used to. I mean, I can do them a couple times a week, but that daily plyometric work is exhausting. You know, now that I'm 33, I'm like, well, maybe I don't like this so much, but I still love running. 
I love stationary bikes. I love the treadmill. I love like speed and agility workouts. And I'm finding different ways to incorporate all these things that I love. So then I stay consistent. So think about what you have set out for yourself and truly ask yourself, is this me? Do these exercises represent me or the person I want to become? You have to find lifestyle habits that bring you joy or you're not going to stick with it. And you're going to fall back into those other habits that have kind of crept up and developed. And you're just going to fall back to them because that's where your comfort is. Even if you don't like it, even if you don't enjoy eating the way that you eat or not moving anything at all, it you're not trying to replace those habits with things that bring you joy. You're just going to fall back into them because they're comforting. So this week, I challenge you to look at your exercise. Find ways, make sure that it is about you. And in that same process, your diet, how you're eating has to reflect you. So how I found with the 75 hard, I am doing the to be mindset. We talked about that in episode two, all about food. So I'm eating lots of veggies and water. And with 75 hard, I do not have any treat meals. That is something that is not how I want to eat for the rest of my life. For a year, yeah, I can do that. I can stick with it because my goals are important to me. But, you know, in the long run, the to be mindset is something that I truly find enjoyable. I do not find it to be limiting or restrictive. I do not find that it is creating, you know, a, me dreading how I'm eating. I truly enjoy the to be mindset and can stick with it. And this approach to eating does allow treat meals. And if there were opportunities, you know, if I'm uh, Blake and I want to go to an impromptu dinner and I could, you know, go have my favorite chips and salsa. Or if I'm grocery shopping and I see Ben and Jerry's has a new non-dairy flavor that I haven't tried, like, sure, I could absolutely buy that, you know, and have those treats a couple times a week. But for this year, I'm saying yes to my goals, which is limiting those foods while I'm truly focusing on developing these healthy eating habits. But in the long run, creating my lifetime of habits, I will be able to eat those treat meals. It's just not important to me right now as much as important it is to focus on my healthy habits in general for food. So the same way I'm asking you to evaluate your exercise and how you're moving your body daily, evaluate your food. If you have all of a sudden decided that you are going to cut gluten and refined sugar and carbs and just go all in, you know, on whole 30 or something like that, that's great. That's fantastic. Good for you. Make sure it reflects you. Make sure that you feel like how you're eating is how you want to eat for the rest of your life. Because I have said this before, and it mattered the first time I lost weight. It's going to matter the second time you lose weight. How you lose weight is how your body learns to maintain it. So if you are eating 1,200 calories, which is, you know, 
no one needs to eat that few calories. But if you're eating a really, really low amount of calories, you're constantly at this really severe calorie deficit, and you're not eating any carbs, and you are limiting all these foods, is that sustainable? Is that how you want to eat for the rest of your life? I mean, is that enjoyable? And if you look at it and you're like, yeah, this is, I'm okay. I can do this. This is what I want. Okay, good. But if it's not, and if in your mind it has a deadline, I'm, I only have to eat this way until I can fit into these pants that I want, or this is my goal. I'm going to eat this way until I see that number on the scale. Then that's not where you're going to be when you maintain like that you're that's not how your body works. <laughs> and I am a testament to that. I mean, I can truly say I, I had healthy habits when I lost the weight and unhealthy habits made me gain a lot of weight back. But I maintained my weight loss for years because I lost it the first way in a really healthy and that was my goal this time going in is I'm going to do this the right way. I'm not going to crash diet. Something that I, I haven't talked about openly is the struggle coming off of bikini competitions. One of the reasons why I switched to pageantry instead of another bikini competition was how hard it was on my body. And I constantly, I did talk about how what I was eating for the bikini competitions, how much I was working out, that that's not sustainable and that's not healthy. You know, I got on the underweight range. And then as soon as you're done eating that, you know, you kind of have to do a reverse diet. But I did a couple shows back to back, which was really, really hard. My body and my bones and everything just ached all the time. It was just so defeated and sore. It looked really good on stage, though. I will say that. But, you know, it wasn't enjoyable. And then when you're done with the competitions and you need to do a couple months of gaining weight, that was so, so, so hard to go from seeing low numbers on the scale to now all of a sudden I'm intentionally trying to gain weight and that my mind did not like that. And, you know, it, it just started this, this cycle for me of trying to create this body, create this number on the scale that would bring me joy. And I never found it. And even when I was my lowest weight and unhealthy and too thin, even according to the judges, in my mind, I didn't, I wasn't light enough. And I, I can be honest and share that experience now because I have accepted that that was really an unhealthy mindset for me. So right now, the second weight loss journey, the scale is less important to me. I'm using it. I did not start using the scale until this month. So I went six months without using the scale and I used clothes and progress pictures. Now I am using the scale as a means to keep myself going and to show like, okay, what I, what I'm doing is working, what I am doing is healthy and I'm using it to track my progress. And I don't weigh myself daily. I weigh myself weekly, sometimes a couple times a week. And I don't, you know, have freak outs if I see, you know, a couple 
you know, half a pound or a pound fluctuation in water weight or something like that. But I, I do want to be honest and say that it was really, really rough coming off of bikini competitions and having my body adjust the way that I, it did. And so I switched to pageantry because it was more whole person. And, um, the preparation for Mrs. Washington was similar in that I was tracking what I was eating in my workouts, but I did not have to get my body fat as low as I did in the stage. And unfortunately at that time was when I suspected things were off in my marriage and, um, the stress from that resulted in me not having the body that I wanted for Mrs. Washington. But I am proud of what I did bring in, you know, I placed top five, my very first pageant, and I cannot wait to have that opportunity to compete again. But one of the things I have set out for myself this time is I do not want to have to worry or focus on my weight as I'm preparing for something as big as Mrs. Washington. I want to be able to be comfortable with who I am as a person, the habits, the daily habits that I've set out for myself. And yes, I want to, you know, work out and fine tune, but I don't want to worry about my weight. And I feel like the last four and a half, five years, all I could focus on was my weight. And I'm tired of that. It's exhausting. So one of the things that I truly want to accomplish this year you know, my year of 75 hard is I want to just ditch the idea of the scale. I want to ditch all these habits, the unhealthy habits that I picked up, the hyper-focused on the scale prior to when I gained weight and just really create a truly healthy, balanced life a version of myself. You guys remember my ideal version, ideal vision. I keep calling it version, (laughs) but it's vision. My ideal vision for myself that I talk about in episode one is that I have a healthy balance. So I, this episode was supposed to be about motivation and somehow even with all my talking points, I strayed from that. But I, I think it's important that I shared like I did develop some unhealthy habits during my bikini competition years and it took me a long time to get over it. And now I want to make sure when I lose the weight this time that I have more of a broad and healthy focus and it is not just the scale. I want, you know, some of these healthy life goals and I'm going to crush them. I'm going to crush them this year. I know that we can crush them together. And I'm looking forward to it. So my one takeaway for this episode of motivation, I'm going to say it again. When you are creating your healthy life habits, if the life and the habits you are creating is not you, it's not sustainable. We are going to end there for today. I will talk to you guys next week.